You have found the podcast of possibilities. This is Tammy Coyne, alchemist and way shower, showing people how to transform their pain into possibilities. This is a storytelling podcast where I take you through various stories of my life from childhood trauma to spirituality to show you what's possible. Thank you for your patience in today's episode. I am pet sitting my grand dog and he was very excited that I was recording. So he was tearing things up and there's a little um, bit of distraction on my part. I think the message is clear. However, uh, thank you again for your patience today. Welcome to today's episode of the Academy of Possibilities. I am pet-sitting my grand dog today, so there's a possibility that he may make an appearance during this podcast. Today's episode is on three parts of the self and which one is running your life. So the three parts of the self that I want to talk about today are the false self, the shadow self, and the authentic self. So this is not going to be a deep dive into these topics. Um, This deep dive would be something that we would do in uh, a one-on-one session, but I'm going to give you a little bit of an overview of these three parts of the self and really have you thinking about which one of these may be running your life now. And I'll give you some insight as to which ones have ran my life during the course of my journey. So we'll start with the false self and at times uh, this is referred to as the ego and the farther you get on your spiritual journey you will find that the ego can be a positive it can also be seen as a negative or a growth opportunity far enough on the spiritual journey and you will experience what's called ego deaths. Uh, In some traditions, uh, it may be seen as um, the goal to to get rid of the ego altogether. Um, There are things that we will experience throughout our life where ego is important as it can be a driving force to get things done in our life and that kind of thing. So today's description, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the false self, which is often created in childhood. And uh, let me go back and start actually with the authentic self. We'll switch it up a little bit. So the authentic self is going to be seen as your soul, your essence, your true nature, what you as a soul came here to accomplish in this life journey of yours. 
Um, if you hear a noise, that's the grand dog. <clears throat> the uh, authentic self is what we come into the world with. And as we go, we get farther and farther and farther away from the authentic self. And that is where we want to talk a little bit about the false self. So the false self, as I said, often happens in childhood. And uh, especially if you have a traumatic childhood. Now, as I've said many times, I believe if you have ever been a child, which we all have, you have some sort of trauma, whether that came from you know, um, parents or whether it came from someone at school or even TV, something you witnessed, something you watched. It doesn't have to be trauma in the um, catastrophic type things that are often connected with abuse or death or something like that. Trauma can be uh, someone said something that hurt your feelings and you didn't get past it. Someone said something offensive to you and you were unable to get past it. Someone uh, physically harmed you in a way that maybe not be considered um, abuse or maybe not be considered um, assault, but yet still somehow um, kind of bruised you on the inside. So the false self comes in as a way to protect us. It also happens when we are filled with shame, guilt, uh, or any of those things where we try to stay in favor with those who are considered authority with us. Oftentimes that's going, that's going to be um, oftentimes parental figures. It might be school officials. It could even be work partners. It could be um, romantic partners. And the false self often shows up in our life. It has kind of two different faces. For some of us, it shows up as codependent, which is a very um, deflated sense of self. I was once told um, by my second husband that he had never met anyone that had no sense of self as I did at that time. I later developed a sense of self, but I was incredibly disconnected from my authentic self and lived my life in a state of codependency. Now, on the other side of that can be what's called counter-dependent. That's where you have an inflated sense of self. And you might see this sometimes with people who are labeled as arrogant or labeled as narcissistic. Um, These two people, uh, you can have two people that have been wounded, maybe in similar or the same ways and one is going to end up deflated in the codependent realm the other inflated in the counter dependent realm so that's a little bit about the false self now when we talk about the shadow self 
what is the shadow self? Well, the shadow self oftentimes are those unconscious parts of ourself that we may not even be aware exist. We may find that we do know they exist. We may have a someone who, let's say, has a challenge with alcohol or a challenge with drugs or a challenge with gambling, challenge with sex, a challenge with um, anger, a challenge with, uh, let's see, really it could be anything. It could even be, let's see, anything that you are can might consider a secret might consider being ashamed that someone might know about you whether it's an activity that you do or a behavior that you have now this can be a conscious behavior that you have and when I say conscious behavior in this context I mean conscious in that you are aware enough of it that you have shame and guilt over it it could also be unconscious in that you aren't even aware that you're doing it so the shadow self can be a manifestation a coping skill of something else so this is part of the self often that people run from and they attempt to hide and if they go into traditional counseling sometimes they often avoid talking about that part because often traditional counselors will delve into that as being the problem um, I had a previous client who had challenges with with alcohol and that was part of her shadow self well anytime she attempted to mention this in a counts traditional counseling session the whole session became around that she needed to stop drinking and so what of course she would do immediately would stop talking about that stop bringing it up because she wasn't ready to stop that that had become a coping skill for her and also she had learned that when she was drinking she felt powerful her personal power was reclaimed so one of the things that we worked on together was helping her to see that the more she denied that part of herself the bigger it became because it really wanted to be seen that shadow part self of hers wasn't to be shamed or denied no instead it was important that we looked at it and understood what value is this bringing to her and what does she need well she needed to be seen and she needed to be heard and that gave her personal power so as we began to 
strengthen her personal power and really get serious and understanding where she wanted to go in her future, alcohol was not part of her future self. So that allowed her to start making conscious decisions to embrace the part of herself that needed to be heard, that part, that personal power part, and um, thereby uh, reducing or eliminating alcohol on her own. Rather than it being something wrong with her, it was simply an ally attempting to get her attention to show her how to move away from it. So in my own life, I have moved in and out of the false self, the shadow self, and it wasn't until very later in my life, roughly 49 years old, perhaps a little bit earlier, but before I started to become consciously aware that I had an authentic self that was buried under mountains of trauma under mountains of layers of labels and things that were hiding my light hiding my soul shine so I lived often in the state of false false self for me the shadow self had to do with um, anger It had to do with depression. It had to do with um, lack of self-care. Now, have I fully healed my shadow or my false self? I have not. However, I have gone into a space of consciousness to where now I understand them I understand what they are here to teach me. I would say I've probably moved past the false self because I'm no longer codependent, but there are still some shadow aspects that I'm working with to help me fully um, rise and ascend into the full, true, authentic self. So this is, again, this is a deep subject with lots and lots of layers to it. So I ask you, Which one of the selves is running your life? If you find that you are disconnected from your authentic self, if you do not even know who that is, sometimes that's an exploratory journey. Sometimes you have a kind of a foot in the authentic self and a foot in the shadow self and maybe even a foot in the false self and you kind of move in and out of the three. Wherever you may find yourself, if you need additional help on this journey, definitely reach out. Let's have a consultation and let's talk about this and see if the work that I do can help you integrate those parts of yourself so that you become a strengthened, strengthened, authentic version of you. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Join me every Saturday where I release a new episode and discuss 
childhood trauma, spirituality, and all that's possible. To connect with me further, check out TammyCoin.com.